we'd like to welcome you back to part four of our current event and weekly Bible study for February 22nd, 2015. Next report is a audio. It's a probably good 21, 22 minutes. Uh, it's all really important stuff heavily relating to this vaccine issue, which is something that seems to be getting worse by the moment regarding the impending legislation that they have in the works regarding mandatory vaccinations. You know, um, so I view that like, okay, this is kind of a, a life or death type issue uh, regarding this because I'm, I'm not going to take this nor would I advise anyone else. And with all of the stuff we've covered in the prior two weeks, hopefully you can understand that, that um, it is a, just a horrifically um, evil end game they have planned with these vaccines and it's this is entitled this uh, video we're heading toward full-scale uh, medical tyranny uh, David Knight and Dr. Sherry Tenpenny discussed the origins of the VAERS the vaccine adverse event reporting system um, and again this is some information I haven't really covered this is a different angle this is some more breaking information uh, that we can look at here um, so let's let's go ahead and roll this video here. Roll the audio for it. And of course, uh, she entered the news in a very big way in Australia when they tried to ban her from entering the country because she was going to talk about vaccines, about informed consent, about us having information, and about the necessity of having our consent do something to us. Now, this was reported in the uh, Sydney Morning Sun on January the 7th. They had had an interview, as Dr. Tenpenny pointed out, on uh, the Australian Broadcasting Corporation's uh, radio. And uh, they said after that, there, was, there were calls to block her from entering Australia, to bar her from entering Australia, saying her beliefs are a threat to society. But Dr. Pen uh, Tenpenny responded, said, no, what I really am, and what all of us are, for the most part, are pro-information, pro-education, completely for freedom of choice and informed consent. So, Dr. Tenpenny, I want to talk to you uh, in this segment. Let's talk about the laws that are already in place. You started to talk about that before because I said I, I'm concerned about what they're going to do in terms of how they're going to actually implement and, and, and take uh, and actually use these laws that they have put into place. I think they're preparing the public mentally with this scare over measles, a, uh, a minor childhood disease that was never considered to be life-threatening, as we talked about. They've already put some laws in place, and a lot of laws are being proposed all over the country. Let's talk about some of those laws that are in place and the ones that are being proposed. The one that was put into place in 1986 was the National Vaccine Injury Compensation Program. And it was at that point in time that the pharmaceutical industry was getting sued left and right over the, the problems with the pertussis vaccine. Most of the drug companies that were creating vaccines went out of business and several that were remaining went to then President Reagan and said, you've got to do something to protect us or because this is the cornerstone of our public health and that we have to have vaccines and without vaccines, humanity probably won't survive. And, and so they passed this, um, this law in 1986. Part of that law is the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, which is the VAERS system. That is a, a passive collection of people who have had side effects. And the side effects can be anything from a sore arm all the way up to a death. Anybody can report a, a problem. And that's why the FDA 
doesn't take it very seriously. They just think it's anecdotal. Anybody can report a problem. Um, unless they see some serious trends, they don't pay any attention to it. And I don't think most people know that that exists. I think there's a lot of stuff that's underreported because most people don't know that they could report these symptoms there. We didn't know about it with our children. Exactly. And, and they actually have said that uh, David Satcher, who was the, um, the uh, Surgeon General at the time, said that less than 10% of adverse events are actually reported, whether that be a vaccine or a drug, less than 10%. So we know that about 12,000 VAERS reports are filed every year. And if that's only 10%, that could mean as many as 120,000 reactions, many of them serious, or go underreported because nobody knows to report them. And with that, we've paid almost $3 billion out in vaccine injury compensation claims, even though only 25% of people actually file a claim actually get compensation, and it can take years for that to happen. How does that work out? How does that vaccine uh, compensation work out when we can't sue the companies? It's a vaccine court, right? Well, it's called the vaccine court. So you got to protect Satan. So you, you can't sue the vaccine companies because they would have lawsuits coming out so this is their this is the satanic way they've worked they've worked around that because um to actually avoid direct lawsuits against the vaccine companies um on this pre-programmed defilement and genocide of humanity which is a federal court of claims where you file a claim and if you and if you are only one only 25 percent of the people who file the claim get any uh, compensation so and there are many people who have an injury to the vaccine that don't even qualify to file for a report or file a claim because there is a table it's called the vaccine injury table that says these are the only types of side effects that we will uh, allow compensation for but what about all the other people that have serious lifelong complications that start outside the window of what the the table lays out there, and they they can't get any claim. They're just they're just they are just um, um, they're just hazards of the system. They are just disposable disposable people that they just sacrifice themselves for the greater good or their children. And there's nothing. There's no compensation. You can't sue the doctor, the hospital, the manufacturers, the government. You are just stuck with your lifelong of bad disease and no money to help you pay to get better. So the vaccine court is another one of these nonsense courts like the FISA court, like the traffic court, like the tax court, where you don't have any rights, you don't have any representation, you don't have a jury. It's just a whitewash for the industry. It's an absolute kangaroo court. In fact, the people who are who are the judges, so to speak, they don't they don't even call them judges. They call them special masters and they are appointed. They have no reminds me of the Freemasonic Lodge. Oh, most worshipful master. All the titles that they that they take. These are special masters and the vaccine court medical background. <laughs> and so they already most. So they have no medical background. They have no they, they're just, you know, they. <laughs> Totally unqualified to render a decision on any of this, and that's the that's the people they put in ruling over these these cases. For the most part, are pro-vaccine. They listen to the pro-vaccine side of the equation, and they politely listen to the other side, and then say, "No, I don't think this has anything to do with it." There Isn't that are very convenient? few uh, cases for which the vaccines have have that they have been adjudicated in the favor of the. We got to go to a break, Doctor Tempenny. We're going to come back and talk about this more. But I want to say to the people on the left, to the ones who are most strident and calling for the elimination of informed consent. Understand that this was Ronald Reagan who created this kangaroo court, this vaccination court. The same time he was creating mandatory minimums that filled up our prisons to the bursting point. Everything we said came true. Everything we've done has been right. Our website is 
tenpennyimc.com. And we were just talking in the last segment about the history of the government's protection of the vaccine companies, going back to 1986, where Ronald Reagan removed the ability of people who suffer adverse effects from the drug companies' uh, vaccines, removed their ability to sue the vaccine companies. Instead, they set up this kangaroo court uh, with special masters who would allocate uh, money based on people who have been injured on vaccines. You wouldn't have a real court, just like we don't have real courts for virtually anything anymore. You go ahead, uh, Dr. Timpany. We were just talking about the vaccine court and uh, continue on with that and, and what they've done since then in terms of laws they put in that would force us to uh, take vaccines. Well, as if the National Vaccine Injury Compensation Program in 1986 wasn't bad enough, it was in about 2004 that they passed something called Addendum E. And that's posted on my vaccine website, which is drtenpenny.com. And there is a, a downloadable PDF file that will be up there later today or next or in the next couple of days that I will share with all of the InfoWars listeners. And I wrote about it a lot in my book called Foul, Birth Flu, It's Not What You Think. And what Addendum E was, was the next level ramping up of complete protection for the pharmaceutical industry that unless you could prove intent that they were intending to create a, prog a product, either a vaccine or a drug, to, that, to kill you, and you died from this product, you had even less ability to um, have any sort of recourse than what the National Injury Compensation Program gave you. So they're going to take away what little rights you would have, take that away as well. And unless you can prove intent, and again, but that's the very thing that they are doing. Their intent is to kill. Their intent is to cause genocide and mass uh, illnesses and crippling diseases and neurological problems and the dumbing down of America and massive cases, amounts of autism cases. That is their intent. I mean, Bill Gates even said it in the last video. If we do a really good job, you know, on healthcare and vaccines and, and the... Uh, the abortion clinics, we can reduce world population by, what do you say, 10 or 15%, just on those things alone. So um, the vaccines, that is absolutely their intent. As much death and misery, it's like Satan in a shot is what we're dealing with here. So that's exactly, it's ironic, because that's the very thing that they're, that they're, um, that they're doing. It was putting into place the fast tracking of vaccines and drugs if we needed them for a terrorism or a bioterrorism sort of activity. Um, there was no compensation whatsoever. And the person who pushed that through was then Senator Fritz. Uh, from Tennessee, who, again, was another Republican. And he wanted to push this through and gave complete uh, protection to the pharmaceutical industry. It was tacked on at the end of a, dense, of a defense appropriation bill at the end of the session when most of the people who were on the committee had already gone home for a Christmas break. And they swore that they were going to revisit this after they returned from the Christmas break, which they never did. And so that is already on the books to protect them from all... Which is a common tactic that they've done going back, you know, decades and decades and decades, doing something right before Christmas break at the end of the session, at, you know, three in the morning, and they, they do this stuff all the time. It's how they operate. So Satan likes to operate in darkness. A liability going forward. 
The other thing that is now coming into play is the all the laws that are being pushed forward in a very rapid, um, illogical fashion to revoke all of the uh, exemptions that we have had in place since the early 1900s to re- for the right to refuse vaccines. All fil- okay, now this is where it really starts getting mega serious because taking away our right to even refuse vaccines, adults included, well, what is that? What does that logically mean? If they take away our rights, if we have no more recourse there, they say it doesn't matter. Well, then what's the only other option? Force vaccinations. Okay. Okay. What's the option if I still won't take it? Well, are they going to force vaccinate? Are they going to give you the option of dying? Or are they going to give you the option of some special prison for the unvaccinated? Some special hard labor prison? I think that would be, you know, or, or just death. I mean, I don't see any other um, recourse here. I mean, it, really, what else could they do? They, they mean, if they mandate them, okay, what's the punishment? Well, you can't be out and about in society because you'll affect the herd. You'll be too much of a risk. You can't. You, you don't care about anyone, obviously, because you won't take your vaccines. You won't be a good little Nazi, take your vaccines. No. Well, you can't be out in the public then. You can't travel. You're a disease-infested vessel of whatever. You, 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 we can't have you in society. So I can't think of any other options other than death, either force vaccination, where they'll just inoculate you all at once with all of the other. And remember, they've only got 200 more in the pipeline. Um, or some kind of special prison for the uninoculated, special hard labor type prison, you know, for the rest of your life until you, you know, I, what other options could there be? All 50 states have had a medical exemption. 48 states uh, have had a religious exemption, with the exception of West Virginia and Mississippi. And we've had 20 states that have had what's called a philosophical exemption, which means you look at the risk of the vaccine and you compare it to the risk of the illness and say, mm, I don't think so. I think I can keep my children healthy by other means. Well, since this whole measles nonsense has rolled forward, they are now fast tracking these bills all across the country. In fact, if you go to the NVIC ad advocacy.org website, which tracks all of these bills that are coming forward, you will see that there are anywhere between three and five bills in every state to repeal all rights to refuse. I mean, did you hear that? Every state, three to five bills per state to repeal any right that you would have to refuse a vaccine? This isn't just about, oh, I can't work in the medical profession anymore. This will be about you can't be a citizen anymore. I mean, this is this is one of the most insane things I've ever heard. And again, it was this is kind of what got this ministry started. That 14 city tour I did back in 06 on the avion flu, and and what it what it centered around was the vaccines how they were going to try to force something on us in the event of some type of pandemic the measles thing is such a joke you've got virtually no one dying in the last 10 years of this stuff other than the ones um anyone that might have died from getting the measles from the, the shot itself measles is it i mean it's like one in one thousand chance of dying from it okay and they act like people are just dropping dead everywhere you know and this is on something that's not even remotely serious is what I, I guess I'm trying to, the vaccine, the MMR vaccine is real serious. 
Okay, because I, I showed you what all that was in it. That and the ProQuad, the other, the sister vaccine for it. I mean, not the, the ingredient list is real serious. Aborted babies and all kind of fun curses and, and genetically modified human albumin. And I mean, we're talking some really, really nasty stuff in there. So it's imperative that they get these, these shots of defilement, of human defilement and curses into your system to modify your DNA to, to um, it's, it's very near and dear. And now they're doing all of this fast tracking because of this, I mean, this measles thing's a joke, okay? They've blown it so far beyond out of proportion, it's not even funny. And, and the cases that, that you are seeing as a supposed outbreak are all coming from the vaccinated that are most likely giving it to either each other or getting it from the shot itself because you're contagious for at least 28 days in the viral shedding process, or they're giving it to maybe somebody that wasn't vaccinated, but it's not coming from the from the unvaccinated. Anyway, um, I mean, we're talking, that's some real serious stuff here. And I'm going to give you some resources, and if you got my last newsletter, I gave you a lot of different resources in that newsletter to voice, again, they're in this, this preliminary stage where they're going to ga be gauging public outcry. And again, if there's no public outcry, that gives Satan, the Illuminati, big brother, the green light to go forward with their draconian plan. There needs to be mega mega pushback on the ammo ban that we talked about earlier and the um, this vaccination issue because this is, I literally believe, I put this in a matter of, of life or death uh, because of all of the different reasons I've talked about. And remember, they got 200 in the pipeline. I mean, they're going to be trying to turn us all into cyborgs. Part human, part something else. They're going to try to infiltrate our DNA with foreign DNA. This is what it's all about, defiling our DNA, just like it was in Genesis 6. Satan has the same agenda as he did then, as he does now. He's just going about it a different way. In fact, right before I came on the show today, I got an email that Washington State, which historically has had a philosophical exemption, and a couple of years ago, they limited that and said that you have to, in order to get your philosophical exemption, you have to have an appointment with a doctor and go through an indoctrinations episode and now all of the they have passed a law or uh, passed a, a committee that's gone into full law to completely reveal repeal all rights to refuse in the state of washington and this wow. just happened just in the last 48 hours and, and that's really a sad thing because uh well we do have one piece of good news and i'll pass i mean this is this is what they're wanting is vaccination at gunpoint what they're what they're wanting because they know a lot of people won't come in so what what are they talking about roundups they're talking about going door to door. This is where this is all going to end up if there's not enough pushback on it. Um, I, I see no other other way out. They are absolutely doubling down, tripling down. They are going nuts over this one issue. And, and again, it's absolutely vital to Satan's agenda that he gets us defiled, that he gets our genetics defiled. Um with these with these horrific vaccines um and and again then the 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 um the whole potential for microchips in the vaccines or another listener brought up something the other day the one report i'd done on the pentagon with that fun vax now i know there was a lot of controversy on that but basically if you remember the vaccine where they could vaccinate people with something that took out what they call the VMAT2 gene in our brain, which is what 
supposedly functions at a high rate in religious fundamentalists, which is, they call it the God gene, okay? They could take out our VMAT2 gene, which basically would potentially, we wouldn't have any, any desire at all to worship God at all. We wouldn't care because we would have no, the, the, that, that gene, that thing that, that the Lord put there that makes us human would be gone. It would be vaccinated out of us with a virus that would particularly target that area of the brain to eat that area of the brain up, your VMAT2 gene. So you're, you're like a cyborg. You're, you're, you're something that's not quite human anymore. You've been lobotomized essentially is what we're talking about. Pass this on to you. We've been contacted by Representative uh, David Sawicki uh, in Maine. He has sponsored a Maine House uh, bill called My Body, My Choice. It's an act to make it illegal to require anyone to receive a vaccine against their free will. That is, though, the minority report. As you pointed out, in virtually all these states, we have a lot of bills that are being prepared to take away our exemption, as they call it. This is the way that they talk when they talk about, uh, you know, tax exemption or they talk about a tax cut being an expenditure. In other words, all your money belongs to them unless they exempt it from being taken away. And then, of course, that's an expenditure. We are not allowed to have, as they're talking about in California, they say we want to eliminate the personal belief exemption. Of course, it's being pushed very heavily by the L.A. Times. Personal belief, that's what we used to call information, being informed. And then an exemption is what we used to say was consent, but now they have completely twisted this around. I think it's also interesting, Dr. Uh, Tenpenny, as you pointed out, the connections between uh, uh, Ronald Reagan, who put in the protection from being sued in 1986, and then the representative who uh, pushed in this uh, 2004 addendum to remove even more liability from the pharmaceutical companies also being a Republican. I think it's very interesting when we look at how Megyn Kelly of Fox News comes in and says, well, yeah, it's Big Brother, but sometimes you need Big Brother. You know when you need Big Brother? It's when the guy who owns your network, Rupert Murdoch, has a son who's been sitting on the board for a number of years on GlaxoSmithKline. When you're intimately tied into the pharmaceutical industry, when they pay for most of the commercials that you put on your uh, network, that's when you have to have Big Brother, when you've got to force people to buy products from your corporate sponsors. And I find it this we're in a very dangerous situation right here because we know that the GOP is very closely linked to the pharmaceutical company and industry and we know that the democrats love the idea of mandates and so they're pushing for this everywhere uh it's this is a very concerning time dr tenpenny i think they've got a really good chance of putting this through unless we get some kind of a coalition that goes across these political lines that breaks this kind of mindset that we need to mandate things and breaks this connection of crony capitalism that's uh, rampant in the republican party Back in 2010. Okay, before she gets started, um, the thing that, that you have to kind of look at here, something that um, potentially they may be doing, is having all of these bills kind of like in process. I don't think there's enough momentum right now to do this regarding what they want to do. Maybe, and again, maybe the measles thing was a beta testing dry, dry run. But if they were to contrive something on the scale of, let's say, the Ebola thing that we just went through, uh, if something was 
actually came out that was literally legitimately killing people and they could prove it was contagious and they and they could say that listen we've got a pre-done vaccine already in waiting then they could try to railroad through those bills a lot more readily okay that's where i think the the plan would be i just don't see how they have enough momentum right now i mean measles something that kills one out of a thousand something that that you know is is almost a non-issue um and i mean I just don't see how they could pull this off with that little bit of momentum, but you know, I could be wrong. And there was a policy that came out. It was called the Healthy People 2020 policy. And they've been doing this every 10 years for to push forth public health agendas. And it started in the 80s. And every 10 years, they evaluated where they had moved this public health agenda moving forward. And in 2010, there was this big celebratory thing that happened because the next 10 years between 2010 and 2020 was going to be the year to push forward all of these vaccine mandates to allow to disallow people uh, the right to refuse to make as a uh, uh, an obligation of employment for in the healthcare industry not only nurses and doctors but anybody else that works in healthcare including people in the IT department and volunteers in order to have not only a flu shot but all of the vaccines that have been approved by the uh, ACIP the approval committee that they should have all of these vaccines and be up to date on all of them as a, a uh, requirement for employment that was part of these healthy people 2020 rules so what we're seeing now in terms of taking away the exemptions pushing the flu shots on healthcare workers the next phase will be the additional shots like the pneumonia shot and all of those things there's another policy statement that just came out um, on the 15th of february which is an entire vaccine agenda pushing towards adolescents and adults somewhere between 20 and 30 more vaccines in that schedule and this is where we're going 20 and 30 and that's on adolescents and adults on top of what now what if you've never been vaccinated well we got to get you up you're gonna undergo our crash course in vaccines now and i'm sure the i mean and you would literally be like just a drooling zombie if you even lived through all of those vaccines if, if they tried to administer to those to you let's say within a month or two period which i wouldn't put it past them if if you gave them that type of permission if a person were to give them that permission if people don't understand that the right to refuse is not about the measles shot it's not about whether you're a bad parent whether or not you get your kids a couple of these vaccines it's about what is barreling down the track at us in a very near future and i would i would maintain that many of the very leftist or very liberal pro-vaccine rabid pro-vaccine people that don't even understand that what is coming down on them they may not want to have a shot that requires them to get a, a, something for obesity or depression or for periodontal disease or for their high blood pressure and they remember what i said before in the, the previous teachings they're going to have shots for everything they're going to have vaccines for for everything you know like she said ob obesity smoking periodontal i mean everything everything's going to be in that needle it's going to be like one-stop shopping for you you know just get your vaccine and and what's wrong with you okay I get, okay i got this and i got that okay well here you go here's your here's your um 42 vaccines we're going to give you to to tune you up and um 
you know, it's true, you'll be a Nephilim, basically, because you're going to have so much foreign DNA, you know, you might as well just be the byproduct of a fallen angel and a, and a human, because you're not going to be fully human anymore. Plus, we added a little bonus in there, a whole bunch of different uh, microchips that are nanorobots, DNA nanorobots, that are kind of roaming your system and doing their little dirty work, and they're going to keep you in line. If you get out of line in the future... Well, just remember, we have a little switch thing here, then they can they can put you in a ton of pain. And if you still don't get in line, even though you've been lobotomized, and let's just say you're one of the rare people that, that have been lobotomized with our, our whiz-bang new vaccines, well, we can flip the switch to kill you too. You know, that just so you know, no pressure, but but that's the kind of control we have over you. And this is this is where this is all heading. They may not have a right to refuse that. Yeah, we have a full-scale medical tyranny. As you pointed out, this is a plan they had in place, talking about how they're going to roll this out between 2010 and 2020. Here we are at the midpoint, and they're putting all the legislation in place. This is... This is something I just don't understand. I, I know there's a knee-jerk reaction amongst many on the left to uh, give all power to the state, to force people to do stuff. But as you point out, can't they see where this is headed in a full-scale medical tyranny? I, I just don't understand their mindset. And, and not only will it become about vaccines, I mean, when they first started mandating flu shots for healthcare workers about three years ago, I had seen this coming for five or six years before that. And I said, where is this going to stop? That they require someone to be injected with a substance against their will that's not like a B12 shot or a vitamin shot. It's something that can cause them serious harm, in some cases even cause them to die. And the vaccine injury compensation program in the last two years has paid out more compensation for people injured by the flu shot than for any other vaccine and i think it's because they're requiring so many people to have it so are we going where are we going to stop with that is it going to be all the vaccines is it going to be if you're having a bad day you're required to have your prozac if it's that your if your cholesterol level normal is less than 200 and yours is 201 you must take your lipitor you will be denied health insurance yeah. are we going to be required to have these things to get on an airplane to renew our driver's license to to go into a liquor store to prove that we can be out in public i mean where is this tyranny going to stop full-scale control you won't be able to travel you won't be able to work we've already seen this happen to the medical community we've seen uh, have many people who call in we ask people to call in and tell us about the adverse reactions that they've had to uh, vaccines and of course we're going to be taking calls on on that and on uh, anything else you'd like to call in in the next hour i'll be giving that number out uh, later on but people will call in and say i had to take this because i was in the military i had to take it because i was a health care worker they're going to extend that to everybody they're not going to as you pointed out they're not going to let you travel they're not going to let your kids get into school they're going to essentially quarantine you out of society with this kind of medical tyranny and of course they're not going to stop there they will kick the door down at some point and come in and shoot you with a vaccine if you don't shoot them with a gun first that's where it's really well that's the whole thing of this mandatory thing okay I mean, if it's mandatory, it's not like you can just even live on the fringes of society, really. I mean, not not in their eyes. No, you you have to comply. You have to comply. So, again, I would only think, okay, either forced vaccination, some type of unvaccinated prison for the unvaccinated, some hard labor, horrific uh, prison, or death. I, I can only see three options there, you know? they're going to come down to. So we, we really need to fight this at this point. We need to wake up to uh, what is the, the logical result of this. And Dr. Penny, Tenpenny, I, I think that we look at this and we say, look at the precedents that they're establishing, the way that they are uh, 
setting the public up with their mindset, just talking about this measles thing, we know that's just a small part of it. That's not really the full agenda. They're just using that right now. We've been talking about fluoridating the water for a long time. Whether you believe uh, what we're saying about our health concerns about that, how do you ever justify mass medicating the public through the water supply for anything? You can't control the dosage when you put it into the water supply. We have legitimate dosages for anything. So you have a child who is maybe, you know, you don't know what kind of uh, level that they're going to get because you can't control the concentration of that when you just dump it into the water supply. They might get something that is many times higher than you would give to an adult male. So that's what we're concerned about. If you establish that as a principle, and that's what this is all about, that's what this measles epidemic is about, uh, that they're talking about forcing people to uh, take vaccines, they establish these precedents of uh, mass medication, of taking away your informed consent. And they've got uh, some things down the line that we should all be very concerned about, whether we're Republicans, Democrats, left or right. Oh, absolutely. And, and, you know, not only do they have that, you know, all the all the um, the fluoride in the water, but there have been several studies that have come out now showing all of the pharmaceuticals that are in the water. Yes. And to my knowledge, there's no real filters out there to be able to filter out all these different pharmaceuticals because some of them are really small molecules. Some of them are very large molecules. And so we're getting our dose of daily Prozac in our tap water every day. Yeah, absolutely. Because, We've seen that with the fish. They, they talk about how the fish are behaving uh, yep. strangely and, and and reacting to these SSRI drugs, because as you pointed out, the uh, water systems are not filtering that out. The water treatment uh, systems are not set up to filter those pharmaceuticals out. They're medicating you from the skies via the chemtrail, the, the barium, the ethylene dibromide, the aluminum. Um, they're medicating you through the water with the fluoride and the chlorine and all the other hundreds of chemicals that are in there. They're medicating you through your food with all of the additives and the antibiotics and the meat and the growth hormone and just all of the all of the drugs that you're getting in the food supply um so they're they're you know and then then you've got people that are actually taking medications on top of that you know and then the ones that are getting vaccinated i mean this is all about getting as much pharmacia as much sorcery into you as possible and this is this is their agenda so they're accumulating and building in the water supply and even with children with vaccines, with this one-size-fits-all vaccination policy that is only set up for the convenience of doctor visits in the insurance company, that they are to get these vaccines at birth, two months, four months, six months, one year, and pre-kindergarten. It's all set up on that schedule at the convenience of the pharma of, of the insurance industry. And they all the vaccines are given at the same dose at the same way. So it doesn't matter if you are a six-pound premature baby or if you're a 12-pound baby, you get the same dose. And the same thing happens all the way up the scale. There's another thing that's that very not very many people know about is about half of the vaccines in the when you get the little vial and there's the gray stopper at the top that you put the needle through in about half of the vaccines that is an, a very inert rubber it's a gray rubber that's very inert causes no side effects no reactions in another half of the vaccines those rubber stoppers are still contain large amounts of latex so they sensitize people to latex through that rubber stopper and because you don't know which one of those that you're getting unless you know the manufacturer you may getting be getting a lot of sensitization to latex which increases your incidence of asthma and allergies increases your uh, 
reaction to foods. And all of these things are happening behind the scenes to confuse people so that they're not getting all of the same vaccine. Because if we were all getting all the same vaccine and it was dose related to our age and to our weight, and we're taking into consideration things like family history and whether your parents had a vaccine reaction, we would have, we would have a completely different conversation. But instead, it's this militant tyranny to make sure we were all inoculated with all of these substances. The okay, so that's that's the end of that report. I, I thought that you know pretty much everything she covered was just right on point, and um, I, I mean I, I can't even fathom if these bills start passing. I, I just I, I just feel like they need a lot more momentum. They need a lot more public and mass hysteria to pull this off. I mean, this measles thing is a joke, and but it gave them maybe the pretext to have these bills in place when they decide to really pull the trigger on the next um, thing, which may not be a beta test. They may say, okay, our beta testing's done. Now we're actually going to release something that is going to really kill people and really um, put fear into the public, and we're going to convince the public that unless you take this vaccine that you are unpatriotic, you're un-American, you're a, you're a devil, you don't care about humanity, and these people need to be locked up, they need to be maybe forced vaccinated, they need to be um, dealt with in the severest possible way. Uh, and and this, is, this is what, you know, I guess my fear is regarding this whole subject, because I see it, I, I, I see it coming, I, I've been, this is the main, the main health thrust of, of my ministry has been focused in on vaccines, you know, going way back before even 2006, but that's where I, things kind of got going uh, with the avian flu presentation I did and how it centered around that and how they used the vaccines of 1918, 1919. Those were the people that got infected with the Spanish flu. And that was how it was actually spread. Men, hale and hearty one day, dying of what they described as the black death the next day after getting the vaccines. These were hard kill vaccines they were using in 1918, 1919. They didn't know what they were doing. They didn't have the science perfected like they do now. They, they, they don't want, the, the hard kill is too obvious, but they didn't have the mass media and, and, and cell phones and all of the stuff at their disposal back then. So they were able to keep it under wraps and keep it localized and, and keep people in the dark because you know they could control the news that was getting out. Um, so there's multiple eyewitness accounts saying that in 1918. I mean, you got over 50 million people that were killed. It was probably more like 100 million, and they got away with it. So this next thing they're going to try to pull off, I believe, is going to be far, far greater numbers in deaths, and um, this will be the start of the culling of the world, most likely. I mean, this will probably be the ma biggest mass death, mass death incident ever if they're able to pull off what Satan would like them to pull off. And I believe it's going to center around these vaccines. They're, they're posturing. They're doing all of these things like I've never seen before. The, the pressure that they're trying to put upon the public, the brainwashing. Here, I'm just going to go over some of the reports in the newsletter I put out this week, and this is just this is just from this week. Congress moves to step up vaccine enforcement. Um, this is not Nazi Germany or Stalinist Russia. Of course, it kind of is getting that way. Parents des deserve answers to what are reasonable questions about vaccine safety. 
There's an action alert you can go to and take action online. Um, and so I'll give you the link there. Then Deborah Tavares put uh, forwarded this breaking forced forced adult vaccination plan, Healthy People 2020. That's what Dr. Tenpenny talked about. The National Adult Immunization Plan. Uh, it's in the Federal Register and the plan is pure evil. They're coming now after the US, every single one of us. The Federal Register is soliciting comments on the National Vaccine Plan, so you can go up there and comment. I give you all the links here in this PDF and in the newsletter I sent out this week. Um, uh, give you fax number, telephone number, uh, uh, a uh, email address here. It's a uh, solicitation of written comments on the draft of National Adult Immunization Plan. This, they're doing the same thing they're doing for this 223 ammo ban. They're soliciting comments now. So this is the time to flood them with comments, okay? Because again, this is a life or death type of situation. You know, now granted, maybe they won't pull it if, if they get enough public outcry. Maybe they won't pull it off next this year. Maybe it'll give give us another year. I don't know, but you know, it will extend things. It will push back their timetable, and it'll give us the opportunity to educate more people in the meantime as well, and hopefully bring more people to the Lord Jesus Christ, which is the most important thing. So um, here's all the info on that. It's it's here in the PDF here, and then there's a. A video here, Vaccine Injuries Truths, Dr. Andrew Molden. Uh, it's like a two-hour video. He goes through all of these cases. This guy's like, he's seriously smart dude. Um, he's They killed him uh, after he was um, put this out. I mean, a couple years later, but they did kill him. He's dead now, the guy that you're going to see in the video. And I... I found this comment about it, and it said a colleague of Dr. Molden, who wishes to remain anonymous, reported to Health Impact News that um, um, they had contact with him two weeks before he died on November 4th, 2013. This guy was 49. He looked really young. I mean, there's no way I'm buying that he just died as young as he was, He and he looked really young. He looked very healthy. But he died on November 4th, 2013. And Dr. Molden told our source and a small number of trusted colleagues in October of 2013 that he was about to break his silence and would be releasing new information that would be major challenge to the vaccine business at Big Pharma. Now, if you watch this video, it's pretty groundbreaking, the stuff he's getting into, stuff I never knew, how, how the vaccines damage cranial nerves in the brain, and that affects different nerve roots in the face, and what to look for, how the eyes will... Well, because a nerve roots damage, one eye will tend to like drift one way or up or down, and that's 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 indicative of cranial nerve damage. But see, these are things that will never be reported in that VAERS, that vaccine adverse advance uh, adverse reporting system, because they wouldn't even be on the radar. That they they would consider that nothing. But there are long term neurological brain damage that they're causing. They're causing what they call ischemia or hypoxia in the brain, meaning there's certain parts of the brain that are being starved of oxygen at the point Point of vaccination and all of this is to get us brain damaged and this is why there's this rash of autism that's only increasing all the time these kids are brain damaged when you watch the thing you'll see this one boy he's 20 years old he's autistic he wears diapers his mom's there I mean he's like totally retarded drooling with a crash helmet on and she and and she actually was able to get compensation because he got a pertussis vaccine and basically they were awarded her he's has to have lifetime care and, and this is just one case of this happening. I mean, it was just pitiful. 
pitiful. Totally destroyed their marriage. She's divorced. I mean, but this is the fruit of Satan. This is the fruit of vaccinations. And that's just one example. But if you watch that video, I mean, it'll really give you a different perspective. I, I didn't even know a lot of the stuff that he got into. But they, they killed him. He's, he's gone now. Um, he was getting ready to break his silence and would be releasing new information that he would that would be a major challenge to the vaccine uh, business and big pharma. Uh, he was ready to come back on the scene, even though he'd been silent for a while, he had never stopped his research. So he was getting ready to come back, make his big debut, and they killed him before that could happen. So that doesn't surprise me. That's that's what they do. So it's just it's just unbelievably horrific what's going on. Um, the next report, vaccine cover-up is over. Documents from the UK reveal 30-year cover-up. Federal Information Act in the UK filed by a doctor there has revealed 30 years of a secret official document showing that government experts have known that vaccines don't work. Two, known they cause diseases they're supposed to prevent. Three, known they're hazardous to children. Four, colluded to lie to the public. And five, work to prevent safety studies. Those are the same vaccines that are mandated to children in the United States. And um, I give you a few different links there because every time I kept clicking different links to verify it, they were gone. So hopefully these links are still working. Uh, it's just insane. And then there's some more proactive things in here in this email on things you can do to fight. There's on how to get vaccine exemption forms. A uh, little video you can see here. Of course, I posted a lot of stuff about that. They have, then there's also this. It's a, um, a mobile fleet campaign of against vaccine, vaccineliberationarmy.com. They've got a whole bunch of things you can do, proactive. Uh, and then some of this I covered last week. Here's, here's a video of 200 parents speaking out in two-minute video clips, uh, over 100 parents speaking out in two-minute video clips about their, their absolute certainty that the vaccines cause their uh, child children's neurodevelopmental injuries. Uh, it goes on and on and on and on. So a lot of this I covered last week, but um, a lot of firsthand accounts, like this one lady, I rolled my eyes at parents who said vaccines cause their ki kids autism, but not now. And it, it shows how her child that had gotten vaccinated and gotten beyond damaged, but she stopped them, okay? And they were, and they said, your child's probably never going to talk again, do any, well, she worked with him and worked and worked and worked and worked, healthy diet, the whole nine yards, and got her to the point where he was able to go to public school, he was able to talk, interact, he wasn't all the way right, but he was, he was a lot better. Well, guess what? Then they pressured her at the start of his sixth grade year to get a DTAP shot, and she resisted and resisted, and they were basically threatening her at that point. Because, you know, Satan hadn't done his full, his full job on, on this kid yet. So she gave in, got the vaccine, and he was worse than he ever was before. He regressed into, like, just, you know, total total mental retardation from, the, from that shot. Totally undid every bit of progress they had made over those, I don't know how many years it took to get them to that point. And that's her story. If, if you see the link there. I roll my eyes at parents who said vaccines cause their kids autism. Um... Here's another, this is the story of my son Craig. It's a fairly short story due to his untimely death at five months old due to two vaccinations, one being diphtheria, pertussis, uh, and tetanus, triple vaccine, and the other being the hemophilus influenza B. 
So yeah, there, there's just story after story. Here's, here's a list to remind Cheryl. She said, I begged my mother in the 1990s to stop getting vaccines. She kept going, sometimes twice a year, obedient to doctors and propaganda. I begged my mother to stop getting the flu shots. Uh, she wouldn't hear of it. By early 2000, her motor skills began to show serious signs of malfunction and disruption. She died a slow, painful death as her limbs gave out, her control of her bowels, her speech left. We're talking a brilliant educator who's in the who's who of education officially. Okay, Couldn't walk, couldn't talk, couldn't swallow. She was bedridden, bedridden, Scott, for six years. A slow, painful Parkinson's-like death. How do you like to deal with that? To watch that. And then to be the person that's happening, I mean, it, it, this is just, this is absolute total insanity. This is the face of vaccines. That's, that was her, that was her testimony. That's just one of my listeners. Okay. Uh, um, we got into this last week, how the airlines are considering requiring proof of vaccination for domestic air travel. Um, and here's another one. And these are all links, though, you can click on. First and foremost, we are moms, moms that have witnessed ongoing vaccine injury in our children, moms that belong to a growing community of affected families, moms that have listened to the recorded admissions of the CDC scientists. See, the thing is, is it's reaching a critical mass with people. A lot of the, of the message on the New World Order, on the Patriot Movement, on vaccines, on, on what they're doing to the food supply, the water supply, the chemtrailing, a lot of this is really re reaching a critical mass thanks to alternative media. And I really think the reason they're doubling and tripling down here is because they realize that unless they act pretty quickly, um, that there may come a tipping point and it may be too far beyond the point of no return that they're not going to be able to implement this stuff. So I think this is why they're getting so incredibly aggressive now. I mean, just off the scale aggressive since we turned you know 2015 i have never ever in all my years being in the ministry seen anything like this so on so many fronts that they're just ramping it up and and so I, that's my theory um but I, I think it's i think it's correct and then here's another report pet and human vaccines similar toxicities similar symptoms don't don't think your pets are are they're giving your pets anything better. Dr. Blanco notes that while more and more healthcare providers become enlightened and refuse to vaccinate their kids and patients, they often forget about, see, that's the problem. More and more people are not vaccinating their kids. The patients aren't getting vaccinated. There's more pushback. And see, Satan don't like that. So this is, this is why we're seeing this. So this is a seminar and will be a reminder that the animals are under a huge assault with vaccinations as well. So your poor little animals you know, your kitties or your doggies and these types of things, they're getting assaulted just, just like the humans. Okay, so that's, they're no different. And then um, I got this from a listener this week as well. This was sent to me regarding flu shots. Our 37-year-old daughter who lives with us is totally disabled with fibromyalgia, and I believe it was caused by the shot she was given over the years. My wife also is disabled by fibromyalgia. She had been always faithful with her flu shots. Uh, these flu shots, I'll tell you, man, they're, they're death in a bottle. They're the main ones that they're getting the adverse, adverse events from, loaded with, with mercury and, and all kind of other horrific garbage. I'm telling you, um, she was disabled by chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia. They both hit her like a freight train. She could barely lift her eyelids when both diseases hit her at once. So, you know, this is the, this is the 
unbelievably horrific world we find ourselves in, unfortunately. And um, it's my duty to report on this stuff, but man, I mean, it, it's just getting to the point where I I can't keep up with it anymore. I, I cannot possibly, I'm just giving, it's like trying to take a sip, uh, trying to get a drink off a fire hydrant. You know, what I'm giving you is just a little tiny portion of, of what is going on on a week-to-week -week basis. I'm just trying to cover the, the, the big points out there um, and trying to give you like a synopsis so that if, you know, like a lot of people, if you don't have time, and, and I don't advise in, in immersing yourself in this stuff, you devote all your time to this stuff, and then that would take you away from, from God. But hopefully I can give you something here that's maybe a little more consolidated, like one-stop shopping, so that maybe you can forward this to other people, uh, educate other people, maybe make printouts, whatever. Um, contact these other people, the, these, these resources that I gave you, uh, because they're... They're, they're getting more aggressive now than I have ever seen in my life as far as wanting to get that boot across your neck and wanting to do it as quickly as, as possible. This is, the, this is where we find ourselves. So I'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day, this time you've given us. I thank you, Lord, for letting us come together again, Lord, to explore uh, these subjects, uh, to explore your truth in the Word of God, Lord. Uh, we praise you, Lord. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy that you bestowed upon us. We thank you for, Lord, the lives you've, you've given us, Lord, for the air that we breathe, the water that we drink, the food that we eat. I, I do pray, God, that you give us discernment regarding those things, though, as well, regarding what we need to be putting in our body. I do pray, God, collectively and for the remnant in the body of Christ and the innocent, Lord, that you hide us from the secret counsel of the wicked and from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity who wet their tongue like a sword and bend their bows to shoot their arrows, even bitter words that they may shoot in perfect at the perfect, Lord. And I do pray, God, that you deal with these people, uh, the, the, these, these, these vessels of Satan, Lord, that are out there that are bent on the destruction of humanity and bent on taking as many people to hell as possible that are nothing more than literal extensions for Satan on this planet, I pray to God that you would shoot at them with an arrow, that suddenly they would be wounded, that all men would see and fear and declare the work of God that they would wisely consider of your doing, and that the righteous would be glad in the Lord and trust in you, and all the upright heart with glory, Lord. For your glory, for the sake of the souls, Lord, that those devils are trying to take to hell, I pray these things, Lord, not because I have some vendetta, but for the sake of the souls that need to be saved, Lord, that you would intervene that, that you would just totally intervene in all of these instances, that you would expose these secret works of darkness, Lord God, and, and deal with these wicked, evil agendas, Lord, that you would open the eyes of the people, give them eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive the truth in this country, Lord, that, that they would get their eyes off, Lord, whatever uh, vanity that they may be pursuing, Lord, and get their eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ and on the truth, and that there would be enough pushback regarding these matters, Lord, to, to, to stop this, if it be your will, Lord, because nevertheless not my will, but thine be done. So I pray you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed, Lord, as we forgive those who have sinned against us, and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer, that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults, that they would not have dominion over us, that you would use us mightily in the days and times ahead to lead many people to the Lord Jesus Christ, and that your name be glorified through the remnant, Lord. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.